everybody. Fernanda here. This is another episode of Hanging on Sunset. Thanks for hanging out with us. Today on the show, I'm really happy to introduce you guys to Giant Killer Bats. And the person behind Giant Killer Bats, his name is McCoy. And actually, we had the pleasure to meet him as McCoy came to our studio. And we had a really great time getting to know him and his music. And Vincent and I adore your music, McCoy. Such a good vibe. Another reason I'm very excited for you guys to meet his work. And I hope you guys have as much fun as we did making this episode for you. Here we go. Hi, everybody. This is Vincent. Fernanda. And we're here today live with McCoy, a.k.a. Giant Killer Bats. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm sorry, but this morning started on the wrong foot. I was trying to uh, make that setup work, and for some reason, it took me half an hour. But here we are, McCoy. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's totally fine. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it's a Sunday morning in LA. Everything Easy feels like good. Sunday morning. Yeah, and uh, we're so happy we can do those recordings live now again. Now that yeah, everybody's we're... vaccinated and. Uh, um, excited to meet all of you guys because before we used to do everything on zoom yeah remote it's not the same <laughs> yeah this is the first thing i've done in person uh in a year in a year <laughs> <laughs> like that's amazing. you know regarding oh, uh, music yeah thank you uh, that's a big day for you sure yeah yeah well <laughs> um i'm happy that uh, you chose us for your first uh, meeting with the world yeah it's a pleasure to be here thank you for having me no, it's our pleasure and we love your music and we're going to explain to everybody how we discovered you because it's somewhat interesting actually yeah, how the yeah. world works now. Yeah. Uh, but Fernanda always starts the show with one question. Okay. Mm -hmm, so McCoy, what did you do to save rock and roll? Oh man. Um, well, I don't think I've been around long enough to say that I've done anything to save rock and roll. Um, I think that, you know, m making music with loud guitars and like melody driven stuff, like that's just like, you know, one element of keeping it alive. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's always, uh, something that I'm trying to do is, you know, make, um, you know, music that um i've always listened to like you know like rock music like growing up like what's the story morning glory like oasis like that was like one of the first records i remember seeing like in my dad's car uh -huh. you know so like to me like that's always like that that record cover has just like been in my head my so entire life Oasis had a big influence in your music for sure yeah um especially back then 
and then and then there was like a long period of time where I didn't really uh, pay any attention to like rock music. I was I was really actually trying to like um, become more hip to like what's coming out like right now, especially in like 2014, 2015, mm-hmm. when like I was the bands I was in were starting to kind of take off and like things were starting to work. And I was like, well, I should know what's coming out right now. So I think I got a little bit too focused on like you know, like, like paying attention to like what Lana Del Rey is doing, (laughs) you know, like not, and like Lana Del Rey is great, you know, no hate. Do you Um, think artists, they lose themselves paying attention on those things instead of just don't, just don't give a fuck and just. I did. I did for sure. I don't, I can't speak for everyone, but, um, I definitely got a little lost in that. Um, I can relate to a lot because once you start thinking what should I do instead of doing what you really want to do, you waste so much time. Yeah. I feel like because in the end you're not going to be really happy if you're trying to do Well, yeah, you're like what, something else. Right. You're you're wondering, you're you're asking, you know, yourself like what's relevant and am I going to be relevant if I'm not? Because that's the question. That yeah, exactly. And of course, everybody wants to be relevant mm-hmm. in their in their in their field, you know. Um But as far as uh, saving rock and roll, I I think I need a little a little bit more time. <laughs> <laughs> well, but just the fact that you are making music and that's gonna contribute to the yeah, future of yeah. rock. Yeah, Pl- play some guitars. There, you'll save rock and roll. Exactly. But you know, since we started this podcast and this movement we're t- trying to create, I dig every week for new music. Mm-hmm. That's That's how I found you, actually. Oh, yeah, tell, tell everyone how yeah. you found this so, music, Vincent. Every week, we do those playlists for Team Nowhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, um, I'm I'm on Spotify and Instagram mm-hmm. trying to look for new acts. Sure. And it's great for me because uh, I was spending my time listening to the same music over and over for the past years, you know. I do so, the same thing. When we started this, it was a great way to, you know, go out of my comfort zone and start discovering new artists. And I found you on one playlist that Spotify suggested me, mm. which means it works. <laughs> the algorithm algorithm won on this one. Here's the proof. The that's conspiracy. Good. So, but uh, no, that's great. Uh, I'm grateful because we talk about Spotify and the platforms all the time on this podcast because they bring many stuff many things that are not so great and many stuff that are great too so sure. you gotta get you used filter, to it yeah. and i found giant killer bats on i can't remember the playlist but yeah, and i couldn't tell you what it was either like i because I, like i said i don't really know like where my songs go you know that, and that, how that's Spotify the problem works. with the <laughs> algorithm <laughs> you know, like unless you're on like new indie or something massive mm. you know it's like you can't really see where anything's yes. going so yeah. but that's to me that's almost cooler mm-hmm. like to know that like real people are are actually putting you on their playlists like exactly as much as i want to be on new indie or any of the bigger playlists because that's just like never hurts you mm-hmm. know like it's fun to see like you know like Jim from Arkansas like added you to his playlist of stuff he just likes to listen to like that almost feels more personal Mm -hmm. and kind of like I don't know like that that touches my heart in like a different way you know yeah I I, I agree with that it's uh it's great that they have their you know official playlist with the curators and stuff Mm -hmm. that everybody can do their own mix and add yeah everybody that they like yeah that's how I I, um, 
I found you and it's great because I didn't know anything about you. Right. I haven't seen your face. Right. I just listened to the music and yeah. I was embarked, you know, and that's, mm. that, that's what it should be. I, that's, yeah, I that's had no other connection to you other than your music first totally. when I heard you. Totally, and also you. You, you don't use yourself like as artwork you no i hate i hate that yeah okay. just for me like i i don't i don't like being in my music videos or or using myself we as were just stuff. talking about it earlier today and i was saying as i saw a little bit of gorillas on that so can you tell us about it well that was that's like i love um uh, damon alburn and and blur and uh -huh. and huge fan i was listening to um, this song too on my way here that's <laughs> that's awesome that's great um And, uh, so yeah, when I was coming up with the artwork, um, I was, the gorillas were like putting out over the pandemic, they were like doing all these sessions and like putting yeah, out, they put it out a lot of new song. Recently. Yeah. Collaborating with a bunch of people. Yeah. So I was just seeing that like all the time, all the mm -hmm. time, you know? And then, uh, I don't know, for some reason when I was working with the artist, my, my friend, David, David Ball, who's a fantastic visual artist. Um, I was just kind of like, I want to go in that direction, you know? And, um, we we absolutely ripped off very the interesting <laughs> <laughs> no but i think it's really cool because there are not really bands like the gorillas so the fact that they influence artists like you i think it's a, it's a good thing yeah and that, like you know i i've been listening to the gorillas since um they've been around forever I yeah like, like I since i was in middle school yeah you know? i mean i don't know how old you are but like i was like probably 11 or 12 yeah, when the yeah. Gorillas i'm 28 so yeah i'm but 31 there you go yeah so same same vibe um but Do yeah you remember when it came out how, i remember how new it sounded it was so yeah. cool with clink clink is what i think it was our first single and damon albarn sure. didn't communicate on the fact he was in the band so no was that was like, the coolest thing was is so there was cool. so much mystery around what it yeah. was you know and he was already huge like obviously because of blur, you blur know? Yeah. um and to do that right after mm -hmm. blur It's like, yeah. wow. That's and it was just such a good right. vibe. And like when they came out with 19-2000, I was obsessed with that song. Too. Oh, for sure. It yeah. was such a good vibe. I and still love. The like, the, the like, <laughs> the hip hop element to it too, you know, uh -huh. like that, that, I thought that was so cool that like he was like, like programming these beats and they were like rappers, but then also like, he's like got an amazing, like super unique voice and really melodic dude. Yeah. And like, that was like the first time. Because, like, rap rock, I, I I can't, it's just, like, I hate it, you know? <laughs> But, like, that was, like, the first exactly. thing to me that was, like, okay, well, that's cool. Like, yeah. you can do this in a cool way. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be it's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not everyone that can do it. Like, yeah, they, exactly. It's pop rap. It's very yeah. funny. And they did it in a very rock. unique way, mm -hmm. I yeah. would say. Like that. Yeah, because we were used to Rage Against the Machine right. and you know, other bands like Who I actually, I actually really love Rage Against the Machine. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I maybe too. I maybe I spoke a little too soon. <laughs> yeah. I think I think I'm uh, I'm talking more like Limp Bizkit. Mm. You know, okay. that's where I have to draw okay. the line. <laughs> All right, <laughs> new metal. Yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, I think I could I could probably say I I, I can throw that out. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> we all have our preferences. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And we hear a lot of 90s music in your music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fernanda was saying. So when he sent me your song "Expected Gunman," mm -hmm. uh, which I love, it's Thank really you. good. You guys should all check it out. Um, I see a lot of Smashing Pumpkins on it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I love the Smashing Pumpkins. Um, Siamese Dream, I think, is one of my favorite records of all time. Um, And, 
I mean, I love the way that, um, again, like I, I, I can talk about melodies all day long. Um, just he's just such a melodic, a melodic writer, mm-hmm. and um, agreed. And those guitars, you know, like they're they're just. Uh, I mean, like for me, like like guitar goals, you know, like Smashing Pumpkins, Swerve Driver, like uh-huh. those two bands are like. Anytime I'm like recording crunchy guitars, that's like what I'm always going for. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so to, yeah, to be totally uh, well, I agree with you a hundred percent. And when I saw Smashing Pumpkins live a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I'm always amazed by the guitar tones. Like oh, live, yeah. it's like crispy. Yeah, I've seen them a couple of times. <gasps> it's amazing. I've actually never gotten to see them live. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Very jealous. Well, you should you should go when they come oh, back. Tours. Oh, the, yeah, there's yeah, a lot of they're, a they're lot back. of bands I'll be making sure to see now that I know. You know. I don't want to miss anything. Yeah, like a year of no music. It's like I know. I'm not We're taking anything for getting granted. Getting tickets for shows, so I'm very happy. I know. I should do the same. I was actually on. Thursday night I was home um, watching shows like I pick a couple of random shows and sure. festivals to watch and I was just staring at the mosh pit and I was like oh my god I want to be there I want to be there I'm gonna always be at the pit right now I don't want to be anywhere else yeah for sure I know it's it's crazy how how much you realize uh, you you've maybe taken it for granted in the past yeah. um, I know I have because I used to I used to sleep on friends shows and like you know, a band would come through LA and I'd be like, well, I'll catch them next year. Or like next time, yeah. like I'm playing a festival, they're playing or like whatever, sure. you know, and I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I've, I've done it with Linkin Park and I regret it so much because I grew up listening to Linkin Park since when they, when they became mainstream, I mm-hmm. was close to be a teenager and it, they had like a big influence in my life in general. And I still love listening to them all the time. And every time they were in LA, like oh I'll catch them next time and ended up never happening but yeah I mean I, I saw Chester live once but it was Stone Temple Pilots he was okay. singing for Stone Temple Pilots but like yeah like I'm never doing this again I'll catch a band I next know. time because you never know if there is going to be a next time go to shows but you know shows, what yeah. you know you know what besides the Rolling Stones because I feel like it's been for the past ten years every time I go to the Rolling Stones I'm like. I need to go because you know, like they're yeah, they're in the older, older dudes. Side. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Like, please, um, hopefully you guys are gonna be around for. A, I got that on my on my list. I, I see see so, see them. But it's really funny because every time I was like, I need to go see the Rolling Stones because I think it's gonna be the last time, and it's never the last time, <laughs> no. which I think is awesome. Those dudes I are gonna live forever. Dudes. They've it's yeah. like it's insane. Keith yeah. Richards, that guy looks like it's like in, rubber. It's insane, and he's yeah. he's just going. Yeah, no, I, and I love that. I feel like it's a good example for like all the bands that they they do that because they're truly passionate and they've been there, being around for decades. And yeah, and it's crazy too. Like with with the Stones, like Mick Jagger's still running back and forth across the oh, stage it's for like unreal. Probably three and a half hours. It's I would assume is how long they play for. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and he can insane. still do that. That's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I've seen them in uh, the same festival. I've seen Paul McCartney, Neil Young, uh, Roger Waters. That you was went the, to that the desert trip. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. That I was, bet that was. I bet that was rad. That was amazing. Yeah, I wasn't supposed I was, to go. I didn't go. And um, I heard on the radio, oh, Paul McCartney throwing a secret show at Papi and Ariets in Joshua Tree, yeah, New Valley, P- Pioneer Town, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Fanny, my wife, yep. and I, we just 
went in the car and. Also, you guys tried to go to dad. I yeah. didn't know that. And we arrived there, and there's a line, but we're like, we're fine. Yeah. They, they're gonna put the show outside. Yeah. The saloon. Oh, no, 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 it was no. outside. It was, it was the inside. inside stage. So you guys ended up not getting no. in. And we were like 10 people after the last day. Oh, that's get so in. sad. Oh, bummer. So that's we're crazy. like, oh, we wow. drove two hour and a half. Paul McCartney's around here. We're not gonna be able to see him. Yeah. We we're like almost do? crying, so we go back to LA, like so sad. And a friend of mine call, calls me out of the blue, says, he's, he's a French guy, mm-hmm. so I'm not expecting him to be here. He's like, oh, I'm in town. Yeah. I'm going to desert trip uh, with a friend. And I'm like, oh, shut up. Uh, you yeah. know. And uh, so we tell him the same story. And he's like, oh, my God, you guys are so sad. I wish I can do something for you. He's like, all right, I'm going with this girl. But I don't like her so much. I, I just wanted to date her, but now I'm not so crazy about her. I'm going to give you <laughs> her, her so ticket. Funny. And if you can, snap another, another ticket. Yeah. And we all stay in my uh, hotel room because you have. That's amazing. So that's what we did. That's <laughs> hilarious, that. man. I know. I was, I was so sad. So I, we're I, back I in LA sad. and going back immediately to uh, Coachella because that's where he was right? yeah I was supposed to go too and I was just I was devastated I didn't go to that but that's I'm sorry cool. <laughs> it's, okay. it's okay it's okay and on the last day of the festival because it was three days uh, we uh, uh, we meet somebody that we knew and she was living and she had VIP passes with and her friend and she gave you. us that's the amazing. VIP passes <laughs> so we ended that's up amazing. being up front for the last day I miss festivals but I have to say my favorite sorry we're carried away talking oh, about no, it's okay. but that's the beauty I of mean, the show <laughs> yeah I think we're all a little just a little too excited yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. we just miss it so much I keep going so no I just wanted to say that the 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 best performance I, I've seen that week was uh, Neil Young I was gonna say that's probably yes, who I would have gone too. for yeah, is, is him, Neil yeah. and I, I seen Neil Young that week two times because I went to his show in Pomona amazing first okay where did he play in Pomona um What's the name of the big venue over there? Well, there's the Full Fox Theater, Pomona, but that's I like forgot. that's like only like a 1200 cap or something. Yeah, that was probably that was it. Oh, really? That was it, yeah. That's pretty small yeah, for him, and that cool. was fucking amazing. That's crazy. And yeah. he, you know, I love Neil Young. He's probably one of my favorite. He's yeah. probably my f- yeah. yeah. I, I won't say anything definitive, oh, s- but same. I think like in guitar players and and songwriters. Songwriter. I mean, he's just he's he's unique. He is Neil Young. Like no one else sounds like he's him. Such he a doesn't sound like anyone dude. else. Like he's just yeah. done his own thing. Like yeah. since like even since like the even since the Buffalo Springfield. Yeah. Like it, already like doing completely unique to himself. You know. Mm-hmm. And um, I've I've always loved that about him. It's huge huge inspiration for sure. For sure, he's, he's one of my favorite. And at that show, mm-hmm. he played 90% of songs that were not a best of Neil Young. Oh, that's cool. What, which is great. He has this like giant parchment <laughs> paper with oh, the for, set yeah. list. I mean, he's got... That's amazing. And, and then in records. Indio, <laughs> he played the best of. So, you know, he adapts to the crowd and that's to the venue. Cool. That's cool. So yeah. I get to yeah. see him twice in one week and, and um, maybe played three songs in common in those two sets that's cool so you got to see the discography <laughs> yeah. Yeah. in like in in a week that's that's really cool oh, i'm sorry i got carried away I no, 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 that's fine. <laughs> I know, it's, my time to show off i saw Neil young in the same festival as um, robert plant 
Oh, nice. That's cool. That's, well, that was a good one. <laughs> Robert Plant. Oh, I've got a funny story about him. Sorry. Then we stop. That's we talk it. about Let's Giant Killer Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I was in my hometown in France, Dijon, mm-hmm. and they opened this gigantic venue that we didn't have before. And I see Robert Plant is coming to town. And it's, to me, it's like, what? It's coming here in Burgundy. Right. Like, you got to check that out. Oh, yeah. I went there and uh, I was I had pretty good seats in, uh, in between songs. They, it was uh, very silent so I start screaming mm. you know I, I don't know I felt like you, you needed to pump the crowd yeah. up yeah <laughs> and Robert Plant is looking at me and it's like shut up Yo. <laughs> that's a great story oh, I love that I felt special you know like, that's yeah. I actually can if I can if I can do one one story that's kind of like uh-huh. that um, just like <laughs> like a hero kind of like telling you to shut up a little bit um i was uh i was touring with a band and we were opening up for jay mascus uh-huh um and uh Fuck yeah it was it was cool it was it was awesome this so this was in this was in manhattan and uh and and the show's over whatever the crowd was kind of weird so i i went up to jay mascus after like we played or whatever and we were all like loading out and i was like hey man like Sorry about that crowd. Like that kind of sucked. And he just like looked at me and just looked away. Like just walked oh. away from me. And I was just like, "All right, should have said nothing. All good." And just like, went, like went never home. insult the crowd. Just like, <laughs> dude, say anything else. You know, like yeah, he knew the crowd just, was shitty. Yeah. Like, just, so what's the point of bringing it up? Like, say thanks or something. You know, like talking about guitar gods with the best tones. Oh yeah, I mean him Din- too. Yeah. Dinosaur Junior is like. Insane, yeah. Insane. They're coming to town, actually. Are they? Yeah, I've seen they're uh, playing two shows. One at Pappy and Harriet's. Oh, it's all sold out. Of course, yeah, because it's like two hundred cap or yeah. whatever. There's always a way in, though. I, I always getting everyone everywhere. Like, there's always someone selling tickets. That's I true. Nev- yeah. I never take it so yeah. serious. I, oh, I mean, I always Pappy get and Harriet's. My, different my, I, I've yeah. done it. I've done Pappy's. Uh, I've done the kills. It was so. All right, well, rely on you for those tickets. Yeah. Right Can now. you get me? In? I will. I will. <laughs> <laughs> ask, ask everyone. My friends know I always get in. I think they're playing. Um, no, Fonda in February too. That's cool. cool. So That'd be cool. Yeah. Let's go all together. I would love that. Yeah. Sounds fun. Yeah. So yeah. tell tell us about more about that. You were touring with a band before you started Giant Killer Bats. Yeah, I mean, I've I've I was so that band was I was that band was Teenage Wrist. They're like oh. L.A. L.A. band. You played yeah. in that band for a little bit. Yeah, I was just like a like a touring member. Oh, that's fucking cool because I put them in the playlist too. Oh no <laughs> shit! And they just released a, a record, mm-hmm. which yeah. is uh, pretty good too listen to it it's really good it's really amazing um yeah I, I love those guys they're super sweet um so yeah that was that was with them but then i was i've that was actually probably most of the touring that i've done has been with my own projects i've, I've only done a couple like hired gun like touring mm-hmm. things which i don't really what, what did you do on that tour like the guitar yeah i was just playing guitar um and singing a little bit um but I don't really like to do the hired gun thing. Mm-hmm. It's not what I like. It's not like what I don't know makes me happy when because I like you know I'm I'm a songwriter and I want to be playing. And my, you're a my great songs. songwriter. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Um. So yeah, like you know, like as much as I love playing, it doesn't really matter. Like just being on stage is great. But there's like this little part of me that's like, I w- I like. I, almost like I'm wasting time, you know, like I, w- I want to be like playing my shows and like doing my thing, um, in the most like, like 
I, I hope that doesn't sound like selfish or whatever, but you know, it's just like, that's, that's what I want to be doing. So I, that's probably the last like bit of like hired gun touring I'll ever do. It's just not really for me. Yeah. And, and when you think about it after a year and a half of pandemic, mm-hmm. you, I think a lot of people realize that, all right, what really matters to me for sure. What, 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 um, how can I make sense of my own life and yes. leave something? That's yeah. what I felt like. Yeah. All right, now let's stop wasting time and let's just there, do whatever. Yeah, that's what we all learned. There's no and I think that's it. how we got the energy creating that. Yeah. And uh, podcasting all movement that's around. And uh, I'm very happy. We brought it back. Yeah. 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 I will say, though, um, touring with, uh, with those guys um, was probably why Giant Killer Bats ended up being a thing. There you go. Um, I was like writing a lot, like in my head, like on on those tours, um, and they were listening to like those guys love the Smashing Pumpkins. They love Oasis, you know. They love Blur. They turned me onto this band called DMAs from Australia that were like a huge influence on me. Um, and so, like from listening to all that in the van, I think that's like kind of what made me want to I came home and I started writing immediately like more than I'd ever written that's awesome so you know huge shout out to those guys that's great and also I I think maybe tell me if I'm wrong being on tour with guys who are playing this kind of music mm-hmm. shows you that it's possible oh for sure yeah they opened my eyes to like and they're you know they're different they're 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 heavier than my stuff um and I love it but it's um, the same family but same yeah same family same vibe um yeah, absolutely opened my eyes to like, oh, people come out to rock shows? Like, sick. You know, that's cool. Because I, I don't... Um, it had been a while since I had been touring and playing live, so that was that was fun to see. And people really love that band. They're teenagers. They're, they're great. They're, they re- And they put on a really good show. Mm-hmm. They're rad. Cool. They just had a um, lineup change, I guess. Yeah. The singer left. Right. Well, they they did. They were doing, you know, kind of the like two two lead mm-hmm. singer. Like there wasn't yeah. like a lead singer. You're right. And then um and then yeah, Cam Cam took off to do his own thing. And Which is great too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Cam's great, and his music's great. He that dude's like just always making cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he he, he's he just has lots of different lots projects. of different projects. Um, cool eye for like visuals and like he's just a cool dude. Um. And then, and then, yeah, and then Marshall, the the guitar player and and singer, and wrote you know fifty percent of the songs or whatever. He um, he he took over, and and so now it's mm-hmm. just it's just him. And I still talk to those guys all the time. They're they're great. They're they're pretty cool. And they've been really supportive of of my music too. So cool. It's like family, you know. Well, that's 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 pretty cool. And uh, I think and uh, we talk about this all the time too. I think that when you're not alone and you're supported by uh you know other artists mm-hmm. around you and you support them well only good things will happen because absolutely and that's the problem with la that's the first you know uh, i've been in a band too it's called yard of blondes awesome <laughs> oh yeah look, look, look there they are <laughs> the, the gigantic <laughs> logo in the garage right now. <laughs> we use for the yeah uh, right next something. to my head yeah something <laughs> so, something, something secret something is gonna happen soon <laughs> did you just leak it a little bit <laughs> no 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 because no. this is gonna be uh on the air after <laughs> so I, I we can stop, i stopped him before i i'm not even in a band by so the way anyway very nice <laughs> Uh, uh, I've landed in this city 10 years ago mm, okay. and I'm starting a journey. I, I have, was writing my own songs on acoustic guitar and then I met my wife Fanny and we started the 
whole full band together. Cool. And uh, she's she plays the bass now. Rad. In the band. And we became we became like um, a heavier band cool. along, along the way, and but after ten years here, we were like, okay, let's take a break, and mm-hmm. uh, the pandemic is happening, so let's try to uh, look at what we've accomplished mm-hmm. and what can we, we do for the next ten years too. Yeah, and we <coughs> realized we're pretty alone as a band in this city. We accomplished many things that we were proud of, but one thing that didn't move is that we all always play the same venues and uh, our friends come to see us yeah and then they don't stay for the next band and we don't stay because we don't know them because there's no curation classic yeah a classic classic la right yeah i know (laughs) and i've had i not to interrupt but i i i i I say say this all the time you know it's like i've never i i grew up in la all the bands that I've been in started here in LA and and it's really hard to like I don't know for me like I've never really felt like I've been part of like a music scene exactly in in LA that's all we're missing a scene right sure and but and the thing is is there are scenes like I micro scenes there's little micro scenes yeah like there's like DIY scenes which I don't really think I fit in like my music yeah. just I couldn't really see myself playing um, at like a non plus ultra um, I just don't see myself as that kind of a band and and maybe I'm wrong you know maybe I'm wrong but that's just in my head I couldn't really see myself playing there and then um I don't know I, I feel like maybe like I, I don't I don't know it's hard to find um it, I've felt like it's hard to find my little my nook you know in in LA and and I've never tried to like move anywhere else and see how it mm-hmm. how it works there I think that's the beautiful thing about touring is that you can go from city to city and see the reaction in different places, mm-hmm. um, which I haven't gotten to do yet with Giant Killer Bats, so I'm really looking forward to being able to do that eventually. Um, but yeah, is a weird city, man. It's hard. And also, it's hard to get around here. What we mentioned, definitely, and what we mentioned here on a podcast all the time, which, and I don't like that, by the way, If I feel like bands, they see each other as a competition. For sure. And it should not be that way. Well, that's very Los Angeles. I think not even just with bands. Like, you know, yeah, if people. you're an actor, if you're just a guy walking down the street, you know, you're, yeah. you're, you're, it's like a rat race, you know, you're fighting to get, yeah. get there first. So that's, that's what we're trying to change as well. Like, we should support each other. So we should do like festivals like shows like do like a little like mini lineup and bring sure. all your friends and like um that's how your other other bands like gonna bring their own friends and then you bring your all your friends as well and that's how you we're gonna discover new music that's mm-hmm. how we're gonna lift each other up and support like it's not a competition i hate that it feels that way yeah well i mean and that's like when you guys um you know were talking to me about doing this like that's like what made me want to do it you know is you, you guys seemed like really down to earth and like genuinely Thank just you. liked music you know <laughs> Thank you. like it, so it didn't seem like you were trying to get anything out of me or like you know like you were it was like gonna be like this like cool guy like hang it just sounded fun you know and mm-hmm. like that's like that's that's awesome that's what made me want to like come hang with Thank you guys you today so, much. so really we genuinely want to meet more people that we're, we like we're you know passionate, <laughs> yeah. passionate for rock music well i got that vibe so it's you're you're doing something right for sure Thank cool you. yeah and uh, you know, it's uh, it's just good to meet new people with the same interests. You feel less alone. 
For sure. And especially if you're in a band, you know, like uh, like mm-hmm. me, that I'm in a band. But Fernanda, she's I a, mean, I'm not in a band. She's like, a stylist, um, and it's yeah. good to to meet other like-minded, of course, yeah. people. So creative yeah, and, people. And like, I feel like music. That's what drives me every day. Like, I don't have family. I don't have anyone around. It's been just me here for the past 12 years. So music has a big part of my life, even though I'm not a musician. That's great. Yeah, that's awesome. And I've discovered new bands. I've became a fan like for example speed of light we had them on the yeah. podcast oh cool singer she's 14 and no she shit. plays with our two brothers are 15 tyler on the drums and uh, the guitar player yeah. is 17 shout out to speed oh, of light so we love them they're kids. amazing they're kids they're kids <laughs> yeah. really and they're playing yeah. punk rock no the shit insane she's punk in, rock. she's on real riley she's really riley good. she is Speed, speed of light. Speed of light. I'm gonna yeah. put them in my notes real yeah, we, quick. Yeah, we also have like an episode with them here on the podcast if you want to check that out too. Because I was I do surprised because I remember asking them because I was sure because they love like Led Zeppelin. They do a couple of covers and and now I I am a huge Led Zeppelin fan. And then I was I was sure before I even asked them that they got it from their parents. And I asked when I asked them, they're like, no, like we found out ourselves. And oh, I that's cool. it was amazing. That just gave me so much hope. Mm. There are kids out there that will go look for rock music. And that I was just so happy. And that is good. There to are know. <laughs> many, many, many new artists coming mm-hmm. every week, you know, and uh, what I realized too is a lot of girls are picking the guitar and start fronting bands. It's rad. And I love that. I yeah. love that too. That's great. Yeah, I mean, uh, female fronted groups, you know, whatever. Um, it's great. It's awesome. It's good to see. It's awesome. And the, the girls are picking up the guitars, you know? Yeah. And that's a good sign. That well, that's that's great. I mean, that's that's. I feel like that's like a huge step forward that we're like, just with like growth and overcoming like, you know, yeah. like guys play rock music you know like whatever um like i've seen it like i grew up skateboarding you know and like there were like no no women in skateboarding really or like one percent you know and now it's like you go to the skate park and like you see all all different kinds of people it doesn't matter so it's it's great it's really cool to see um little little tiny progressions you know hopefully you know we've got a lot further to go but little little oh, progressions yeah. little you know, progression like it's you it's cool to see we were talking with one of your friends uh fernanda luciana oh yeah she's a skateboarder she professional is, she is uh, my friend lucy she was one of the first girls in skate back in the 90s so oh, cool. she's super badass and she tells me all the time i mean i'm sure you can find a lot of um is her name is luciana ellington and you can find a lot of articles and you can check her out on Instagram as well. Because right when she was, I think she moved out here around she was 18 mm-hmm. to the U.S. to skate. Cool. And they, they had to face so much because at that time, can you imagine back in the 90s, a girl wanted to be a skater? Yeah. No, it's, 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 it was, it was, it was on, it was uncommon and, and, and that's unfair. You know yeah. that there was like a bias there, and and you know like yeah. and now like non-binary, like everything, yeah. like it's great. It's and and yeah. we live in LA too, so yeah. it's it's cool to see. Yeah, yeah there that. are good things yeah. about my LA. Fr- exactly, <laughs> LA is great. By the way, I'm not. I'm previously not hating on LA. LA has done so many amazing things for me, and it, this is my city. This is where I feel comfortable. I always come back to LA. It's the best. Um, so yeah, it's I a weird it. city. I it's guess. just yeah, it's weird. It's different. It's huge. It's so spread out so many um, extremes in this city yeah and and like i said before everyone's here because they're they're 
they want to be successful at something, you know, that's why you come to LA. That's what like, and even me like being born in LA in the back of my head, there's always been this mm. thing where it's like, I want to be something, you know, I don't want to yeah. just like work a job. Like, mm. whereas like, you know, again, like from touring, you see people that are just, they're just working. They're just, you know, everyday people. And, and that's what they, that's, that's okay with them. And that for me, yeah. And it should be okay. You yeah. Know? That should, that's, yeah, that's yeah. fine. That's life. That's like, you, you work a job, you know, hopefully, um, it doesn't break your back every week and you know, you can support yourself, support your family, whatever. Um, but like for some reason growing up in LA, there's always been this thing in the back of my head. That's like, it's funny. Like when you think about it, even anti heroes like Kurt Cobain or Elliot Smith, they mm -hmm. ended up living in this town. Yeah, I know. It's weird. <laughs> you wouldn't think Elliot Smith would, would come to LA cause he's such a, I don't know. And he wrote like Portland about made more sense to, for yeah, him to totally. me. Totally. But I get yeah, I don't know. He and he seemed like such a recluse. In LA it's like if you're a recluse in LA, you're just gonna you know, you're not gonna meet anybody. Yeah. <laughs> but, totally. it, but it also I'm sure it was like a challenge for them too, especially if you were in this industry. Um you, at some point you have to be in LA, I feel For like. sure. Yeah. I mean you gotta everybody does their time here, I think. And yeah. we hear uh, some of Elliot Smith in your music too, some mm. uh, influence. For sure. Again, back to my dad, back to my dad. He he showed me Elliot Smith when I was a little kid. And your dad was a musician, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, still is. Yeah, he's, oh, he's still performing yeah, and stuff. Well, not performing as much anymore. He's 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 mostly just like producing now, producing cool. and engineering. I heard he has like a jazz background. So. Yeah, yeah, he he he's uh well he's a pretty diverse dude he's he's got a jazz definitely he played with um les mccann in the in the 70s um maybe 80s late 70s i'm not sure um and uh so yeah definitely a jazz back he went to the new england conservatory for for a year and then got that gig with les mccann so yeah he's always been doing jazz stuff um, but then he, you know, he's done, he's done everything. And then he was in a pretty successful band in LA called Block All right. in the nineties, BLOC. You can't find them anywhere cause they signed a record deal and like, then like nothing happened, you know, it's the classic story. Mm. Um, but, uh, and it's pre-internet, so, and it's pre-internet. <laughs> so there's like one song on YouTube that like a Block fan uploaded. Like that's, so <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah. Th and they were like a, like a, like a, a rock band, you know, like big guitars and um and stuff like that so yeah so he's he's all over the he's all over the board and now he's he's producing um he's making a record with with a guy right now that's kind of like a it's like kind of like a throwback to like well it's not it's not a throwback i guess because this guy kind of grew up uh with like jackson brown and like the eagles like mm. he was like friends with those guys in like the 70s wow. laurel canyon community totally yeah so my dad's making a record with this guy now and and his career like just kind of never took off you know his i think his name is tom kell and then now it's it's taking off like you know like, oh that's yeah, fucking like, amazing I, yeah so it's like good for him like you know it can happen in your 70s i guess you know <laughs> that's great and, yeah uh, I'm a huge fan of that scene. Oh, of me the too. 60s, 70s. For sure. Yeah. That to me, and that's that was the beginning of the podcast too. Like, <laughs> there was a scene back in the day. Everything was happening in one mile. Mm -hmm. They lived on Laurel Canyon. They recorded on Sunset Strip. They played at the Troubadour or whatever venues in the night. And then the music was spread around the world. It was like a yeah. very beautiful ecosystem. Yeah. I mean, it's probably naive from, from my part to... to 
to of feel. Course. It was yeah, like that. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah. like that, probably. I'm, sh- I'm sure they, they probably were talking about the same issues that we were talking yeah. about, feeling, <laughs> like, left out or, yeah. or whatever, or, like, uh, less of a scene. But also, L.A. was just smaller back then, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, totally. You know, totally. it's huge now, so. And the, how, you know, um, Neil Young met the other guys from Buffalo Springsteen. Oh, I was on the road on the Sunset Boulevard uh, carrying a guitar. Oh, what do you guys do? Oh, we're, we're in a band. Can I join? Yes, let's start a band together. You know? Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Something just like simpler, that, I'm sure. simpler times, you know. <laughs> But back to Elliot Smith, because he was one of my favorite songwriter ever. I'm Same. a huge fan. Yeah. And actually, that's why I came to LA, I guess. Oh, yeah? From France, because uh, at some point... I. I knew I wanted to be a, I guess, successful songwriter or sure. artist. And uh, I couldn't see myself doing that in France, having those American influences. So I needed to go somewhere else. <laughs> That's funny, because I'm like, I should go to Europe. <laughs> you know? Of course. <laughs> With my music. Yeah. You know? It's always how it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, go touring there. It's, uh, right. Yeah. It's, it's good to tour when you're an American. Yeah, I've never, I've never been to Europe, so I look forward to it. I know, I've never been to Europe either, as on. Hopefully soon. Yeah. And uh, so I came here and I went to the, you know, the on Sunset Boulevard, the the wall that's on figure eight. The Elliott Smith wall, the yeah. Elliott Smith mm-hmm. wall. And, uh, and uh, I felt, you know, happy and I was ready to start my own career here. That's <laughs> you know? great. But that, that's why I came, really. Yeah, really. that's cool. I mean, that's that's cool that uh, he had that um, that impact on you, you know? Yeah, totally. I mean, he he's had a huge impact on me, my my whole, before I even made music, like, I remember listening to, like, Miss Misery, like, on my iPod, like, you know, like, back when iPods yeah. were a thing, and I'd, like, listen to that to go to bed, which actually sounds really sad now, uh, like, <laughs> an 11-year-old kid listening to Miss oh Misery God, to go to 11 bed. Oh, my God, 11-year-old, yeah. Um, but, uh that's i that's what i would do i mean he i was just so i was always so infatuated with his voice and 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 like his guitar playing and oh and everything um and and i think that's probably why i double my voice on everything mm-hmm. is is same. to get that same like <laughs> elliot smith you know kind of like whispery thing yeah totally yeah and uh, well you achieve blending all those influences we're talking about so it's really cool because it's still unique You have your own, you know, your own thing going. And but for fans of uh, the 90s music, early 2000s, it's a, it's a blessing that you're doing that music and we can have new yeah. forms of music sounding like this. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, I love doing it, so I appreciate that. <laughs> so you just released an EP, right? Yeah. And uh, what's what are your plans next? Um, well, I'm just, I'm writing a lot right now and recording a lot. Um, I'd like to s- play some shows in LA. That's mm-hmm. probably the next thing uh, that I'm I'm focused on right are now. Are you gonna put up a, a band or are you gonna perform alone? I'm gonna play with a band. Okay. Yeah. Um, ideally, Giant Killer Bats like should be a band. Like mm. I'd like it to be. Um, it's just kind of hard to, you know, everyone's everyone's working on their projects everyone's busy and if you don't have a budget to pay everybody it's like you know like sure. and that's under like i get that you know mm-hmm. that's the way it goes um so i'd love to like eventually like have like-minded people that want to do what i'm doing all right um, people if you're hearing that yeah email me <laughs> um but uh yeah uh definitely shows i'm 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 gonna put out more music this year 
Um, cool. I don't know if it's going to be um, on the same label that I put out the last EP on. Um, I'm kind of figuring that out right now. But So who's the label who's uh, uh, helping you right now? Terrible. Terrible, terrible Records. Okay. Yeah. Um, Can you tell us more about them? We, I yeah, don't know them. They're, they're great. They're, they're awesome. Um, I think they're, they were a New York label originally, and now they have offices here. They have an office here and an office in New York. They're cool. They, they did, like, Solange and Blood Orange. Like, they I think they put out some of their first music. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and and they're rad. There's some really cool artists. So, so how did terrible. it work? Did you send a, an email? Did you know, know them for, from I, before? I knew um, Ruby through a guy that I used to play in a band with. They, they're, they're, they're dating. And I just, when I was pitching this EP around, I just figured, why not shoot it her way, you mm-hmm. know? And I did, and she really liked it, and um, it was kind of just that simple. Oh my know? gosh, that's yeah. a great story, I love that. Yeah, it's just like, so then, you know, now I'm thinking about it, it's like, so that was cool. Like, that's like a very, like, like, like you feel like... Um, like less uh, less of what we were talking about in LA before, you know. So like that's the thing. I go back and forth on it. It's like there there are so many s- supportive people here in LA, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's hard to see because the city's so big, yeah. and sometimes you feel like a little small in such a big city. But Ruby's great. She helped me out, um, and uh, and they they've been rad. They they helped me like all along the way, like getting getting it out, and and um, and it's been great. And and but I'm really excited to put out new music because some of those songs were so um they they were really old honestly like a, a couple of them um like destroyer i wrote in like 2016 mm-hmm. and i just holding on to it for forever um uh same with berlin that song was was also written back then so um i'm i'm excited to put out new music it's sounding different which is always really fun uh when when you you start to see yourself uh, progressing sonically. Of course. Yeah, that's it's it's cool. And um, I have a question. Mm. How how is your relationship with the label? What do they do for you, and uh, how it works? Um, they pretty much just I'm I'm like I'm awful at the internet, so they they just pretty much answer all my stupid questions about about <laughs> Spotify and how it works, and, uh, and they help you like pitching the songs yeah, to Spotify. Yeah, that's, yeah. So that's probably. Thanks to them that I found you in the playlist. I would assume so. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. That's why you're here. Yeah, that's why we're talking today. So, yeah, that's that's like you know that's pretty much I think what what labels do these days is you know make sure you're getting playlisted, um, uh, make sure that um, you know p- pitching your shit to like people that might want to write about you. Um, yeah, they do some PR job for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah. You know stuff like stuff like that. Cool. And now, uh, uh, are you um, talking about touring or? I mean, not. I don't think touring. Not yet with Giant Killer Bats. I'd obviously love to, but I think I want to spend some time uh, here in LA mm-hmm. playing shows playing before shows here, writing, releasing new music. And yeah, then yeah. Because I mean, I want. I want to. Um, I want to get some excitement around the project here in LA. That's. I've always felt like. Like with my last band, which was a band called Talkin' Tongues, um, mm-hmm. it was kind of like a psych psych rockish kind of like shoegazy band. Um, 
we we started touring like uh, immediately i think we only played la like a handful of times but we toured a bunch like we were we were pretty much touring for a whole like year and a half like going other places you know um and we never really built a scene or like a name for ourselves here in la which i think would have been uh, really cool um to have done uh so that's like something i learned from that band is like i want to do that this time Mm -hmm. i want to i want to try and establish uh some sort of um some something here before i before i take off i feel it's important to uh build a following in your hometown first i think so too yeah yeah Yeah, and i've never felt that before so i'm then it reassures people in other cities oh they have a following where they yeah makes sense and it's fun to play in your hometown you know like you don't have to worry about like getting a hotel or (laughs) driving eight hours all the drags of touring (laughs) especially if you're already in la that's that's the place exactly yeah Yeah. and and all the like the all those smaller venues here in la like the echo and 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 shit like that like i love playing those venues so if i can if i can do that for for maybe a the next year or so that w- that would be really cool if if i was able to do that playing the wayfar in costa mesa yeah i have you yeah. like it i actually do yeah that place so is I'm cool playing that place next week so. <laughs> oh cool i was there friday that's I never where I was. Played. it's cool it's cool um it's like a it's just like a stage you know and then there's like a little bar uh-huh. it's mellow it's intimate it's cool. it's cool it actually, i think you'll it like it amazing because it was my I've, I've seen a couple of shows but they were more like um outside shows okay. yeah for the past couple of months but i was there in the bar like no indoors one, indoors <laughs> yeah. no one was wearing a mask and it just felt so no normal. one was wearing a mask no hell no in oc <laughs> That's oh, true. that's right. Yeah, <laughs> they, were, they, right. they were probably throwing shows this whole time because that's how they do it in Orange County. Yeah. I mean, I saw, I saw two people at the bar with a mask. Yeah. I'm already vaccinated. I don't mind. I think we're good at this point. Yeah, I just hope other people are vaccinated. Exactly. exactly. That's why, right. because it's hope. like, yeah. That's what we hope. But I was there. It just felt don't so be stupid. Good. Yeah, get I vaccinated. Heard, I heard that now the the herd community point that they were reaching is they're they're not expecting to reach it anymore because the vaccination appointments are dropping yeah because well people who want it to be vaccinated are vaccinated and the other ones are like well yeah you don't even need an appointment anymore. don't be stupid you just go and get your vaccine yeah (laughs) you're not getting microchipped nothing's gonna happen to you you just go get it you already have an iphone what are you talking about yeah Yeah, everyone knows where you are already (laughs) you're fine you know what (laughs) talking about that that was really funny because usually i come down here to the studio to record the episodes on sundays yeah and then as soon as i sat in my car my phone was giving me directions to here Vincent's studio and I was just so right. whoa how do <laughs> like, they know it knows you're, where you go on Sundays that's already I in your phone terrified. Exactly. So, I was terrified this is like oh vaccinated. let me look for his address yeah, yeah. <laughs> the problem is not the vaccine it's Apple yeah <laughs> <laughs> alright well what a pleasure to talk to you yeah McCoy and um Usually what we do is uh, we let you pick the song from your project that we're going to hear next. Okay. So which one do you want to hear? Um, <laughs> or do you want to play a live acoustic version? Of- I don't think. No, I don't okay. think so. Okay. Not today. Next time. Um, <laughs> next time, yeah. We, we could, let's listen to Expected Gunman. You guys like that one, Yeah, right? I love that I love song. It. Yeah. It's a great song. And then all of, all of our listeners... 
can check it out your work they will be listening to that on a podcast and what can you tell us more about the song if you want yeah um sure um that one was funny it was i was uh i was um in new orleans my sister lives in new orleans um nice. and uh i was we had like been partying the night before you know and one of our friends was upstairs sleeping and I was like, so it was like the morning time, everyone was like drinking their coffee and I was like just kind of like noodling on the guitar, you know? And I was just like singing like kind of to her upstairs. I was like, Mia won't wake up. Mm. You know, she has had a really hard night. And like, it was just, and then I was like, oh, like that's, I, I like that. Like I could, I might, I might yeah. turn this into something, you know? Cool. And, uh, and then I did. Yeah. I started working on it right when I got back from New Orleans. Amazing. Yeah. Love it. Love the story. Well, let's listen to it now.
much. This was great. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. And uh, we can't wait for you to perform in LA. We'll yeah, be there. We'll, we'll yeah, yeah, for sure. Dude, please. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll let you guys know uh, when, whenever, whenever that starts happening. Hopefully sooner than later. Yeah, we're also trying to put together some events and shows, and our uh, that's one idea that I we, have to. I know Vincent wants to do All the talented well. people we met through the podcast. Yeah, we want to start mm-hmm. doing like some like lineups. My idea, like some like. It can be a house show, it can be a warehouse, and just yeah. get everyone together. That just sounds fun. I yeah. thought it would be a really cool thing to do, too. So, yeah. we'll see. Maybe we're going to be announcing that soon, hopefully. Hopefully. That'd be, that'd be awesome. I would, I'll be there. That sounds great. Um, You'll be there performing. Yes. I'm working on putting a band together right now. I'm, I've got a lot of really really great uh, musician friends that are are uh, are helping me out. So, it's, it's, it's going to be really fun to work with them, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Makai. Yep, it's been a pleasure, guys. Thank you. Everybody listen to Giant Killer Bats, and uh, we'll uh, keep you, um, you know, uh, updated with everything he's going to do next. (laughs) Thanks, y'all. Bye. Bye.